This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <sighs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my yeah. brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Kick It Forward podcast coming live from Venice Beach, the first ever podcast Woo! on this disgusting spot of Venice Beach. For those that haven't been here before, um, <laughs> it's a bit of a shithole, but there is a bit of charm as well. And if you're short on G-strings that say daddy's girl, <laughs> you've come to the right place. Alongside me is Harry Fitzgerald. Harry, how are you going? Oh, international correspondent Harry Fitzgerald. How good to be on Venice Beach. I tell you what, we are on about... 20 kilometers square of sand and tried our best to find a quiet spot. Sorry for the unprofessionalism this week, um, but it's good to be rolling a pot out and a little bit late, apologies as well. And of course, we're in California right now, but last week we were in Philadelphia. Streets of Philadelphia. Listen to that music. Oh, the streets of Philadelphia. I didn't say Bruce, but how funny Bruce Springsteen playing next week. Yeah, he's playing in Philadelphia next week. Big tickets, that. Well, Philadelphia itself had a lot of charm. We were there for the Philadelphia Eagles. We were invited into training camp for three special days. Uh, sorry, that's just a helicopter just going a helicopter overhead. Coming uh, and it was an amazing experience. We, we were invited into a very unique situation. Now, if you think Collingwood fans are bad, if you think West Coast fans are bad, if you think Rabbitohs fans are bad, if you're an NRL fan, Philadelphia Eagles fans are on a completely another level and we got that vibe throughout the entire week as they had two Australians in their roster Aaron Sipos and Jordan Maylata mm. and then also now recently announced um, an assistant coach in Matt Leo but uh, what we learned was not only is Jordan Maylata like one of the most loved guys in town Harry uh, the fans there oh, are yeah. fucking insane in a good way. Now, they're so into the game that on Sunday... we yeah, were Lincoln Financial Field. Mm. Lincoln Financial Field and 50,000 people turned up just to watch them train. They're so loved, uh, these tra- Eagles. Tra- yeah, the atmosphere was better than most AFL regular season games. Yeah. <laughs> it was out of control. They were... I mean, they were pretty much running just training drills. Yeah. And, you know, if they'd complete a touchdown or complete a play successfully the crowd would go nuts and Josh what about when some bloody idiot <laughs> brought in a Dallas flag to the Eagles training mate I, I like you know me Harry but I'm, I'm pretty easily swayed I'm an Eagles fan for life now oh 
100%. I was wearing my Malada jersey all over town and getting um, A compliments. B, people just having a chat. But the Dallas fan was booed out of the stadium from pretty much all 50,000 people as he walked out with his giant Dallas flag. It was so funny because if you don't know, Eagles fans, uh, the biggest rivalry in pretty much the NFL is Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone seems to hate the, hate the Cowboys. Big shout out to Jess and Puria from the Eagles who just gave us the most unbelievable access all week, including one part during this open training where Jess took us through the merch shop and said, oh, yeah. hey guys, um, you know, here's, the, here's heaven, have whatever you want. They're in the merch store and it was really interesting because <laughs> they were saying they pretty much manufacture, they, they organize all their own merch and sell it and even they own the stadium so they basically organize all the merch for if Taylor Swift comes to town and the plays there as well. But uh, they said, take whatever you want. It felt like when mum was like, all right, you're allowed one treat, go for it. So then we were running around frantically trying to like, oh, is this too expensive? Not to mention when we arrived in our hotel room, there was about 15 pieces of merch and a signed like mini helmet by Maylada with a full certificate. It was, oh. yeah, I've, I've never felt so welcome in a place like that. And you know what? It's a big city. It's about like 2 million inner city, 6 million outer suburbs as well everyone screams eagles everyone's so into it and it really binds the whole city together because it's a really tough city like there's some parts that are a bit sketchy oh, we went to a few dodgy parts didn't we josh gooey louis gooey louis yeah we were on the way back from uh, one of the trainings one day and uh, on the way to get a famous philly cheesesteak and our uber driver said ah don't go to angelo's go to gooey louis so he took us there and um josh made friends with a few of the locals yeah <laughs> Uh, this is the woman that we actually spoke to. They go, they say, go birds over there. So it's like just a greeting, like uh, Alabama would say, roll tide as they walk around. So people yell at each other. But this woman decided to sign off a different way. Go birds. Go birds. Piece of shit. Okay, Harry, I want to, I want your American takeaways. So this is our first international trip as Kick It Four. Today we're with uh, Friday Beers, checking out their studio, some of the best sketches, and also just like as a media conglomerate in LA. It was really interesting to see how they operate. They've got about mm. 30 staff now and they start off just basically memes. So hopefully that's where we're going. We can triple Giorgio and get a couple more bots around. Come on, guys. Give me a break. Tell me some of your American takeaways from your time here. Okay. All right. First of all, we know the exchange rate's terrible. Yeah. But when you go and buy some goods and services, you see the price is $10. Mm. You go, oh, Okay, you know, all right, with the exchange rate, it'll be a little bit exy, but that's fine. But what they don't show is the tax. And then what they don't show after that is the gratuity. And Which, then the state tax then, often too. There's yeah. two taxes, there's another tax. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, hey, virgin tax, you're in as well. And then they're like, oh, by uh, the way, um, yeah, foreign tax, get the fuck in you. Uh, and, then, and all of a sudden you're paying 20, uh, 20 US dollars for a fucking juice. All I True story. Do, well, all I wanted to do every single fucking time we go to a bar is walk up to the bar, get a beer and walk away and just, that's it. And then they go, oh, do you want to keep it open? And I'm like, no, I don't want to keep the tab open. I just want to pay for my beer right now. And if I want another one, guess what I'll do? Pay for it. Purchase it. Mm. Uh, some of my takeaways. Everyone in middle America sounds like they're uh, NPCs when they're on the phone. You, you'll often hear just like <laughs> brief amounts of people's <laughs> conversations in passing when we're in like Denver airport and stuff. And they're, they're saying things like, no, no, no. Don't sell to Newark. Sell to New York. Then we're going to Springfield, <laughs> Illinois. Then we're doing this. And I'm like, this cannot be a real conversation. Um, another one is people often like speak to you here like, oh, Australia, I've always wanted to go there. But, you know, I everything kills you down under and then you reply well not not guns because we, we don't really don't really have them because it's the famous john howard buyback yeah yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then they sort of reply like oh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, who protects you then? And then we end the conversation, and then start talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia and move on. Hey, Josh, what's it with um, airports? And for some reason, is there like eighteen holes of golf nearby? Because every single person in an airport, or you know, aged between twenty nine and sixty, are I wearing. Say, I dare golf- say every male in middle yeah, America every- is wearing golf kit. <laughs> golf kits? What the fuck's going on? It looks comfortable. Business <laughs> that- attire has been switched to golf kit. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, they're always ready to go for whatever activity they need to do. If, if that includes eighteen holes, then it includes eighteen holes. Oh, Jason Kelsey. He's like the mayor of Philadelphia. He's the offensive lineman along with Maylada, and he's got a, one of the biggest podcasts, NFL podcasts in the country. Really funny dude. He also had a, a Christmas album with Maylada that they all the proceeds went to charity last year. People were getting him to sign it at the open training. We went to a baseball game. Awesome experience going to a Phillies game. They organized, organized us wicked tickets. And then halfway through, Jason Kelsey, the Eagles uh, offensive lineman, just gets on screen and goes, let's fucking go. So someone in marketing has okayed him saying fucking yes. on a big screen in front of 36,000 people. And everyone just cheered and was like, that's the coolest thing ever. And I asked the guy next to me, did he just say the F word? And he was like, yeah, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Josh hates the F word. Gosh, oh, I hate it so much. How good was that Phillies game, by the way? We love baseball now too. Yeah. So we'll be covering a lot more baseball in the um, upcoming episodes. But what about that choir singing the national anthem? Have you ever felt more proud, Josh? Uh, I thought you said you didn't like it after they came on. Excuse me? You said you, it was average. Uh, you said oh, anyone the, could be in a choir. It's oh, not impressive. Oh, that's, no, I did I did say that. Shame on you, it Harry. was great to hear the national anthem, okay? National anthem, good national anthem. I was half expecting like three F-18s to fly over the stadium. That was disappointing. It didn't happen, but... It, it is nuts too with baseball. They play four days in a row uh, for a matchup, and they somehow... Uh, the Phillies, like, they're so diehard, they had 36,000 on day one and then by the end they were having the same sort of amounts every single day. The funniest interaction we had the entire week was if you brought up Ben Simmons. So if you bring up Ben Simmons <laughs> in Philadelphia, think like the most diehard fan base who who are so passionate and if you're passionate, they'll support you and there's guys that sort of never leave after playing there. We play, we talk, spoke to some ex-players. When we're at the um, open training, we'd ask, we're asking like a couple questions from people and then just out of interest, we were like, oh, what do you think of Ben Simmons? Their demeanor would completely change. One guy's like, fuck that. That guy. Um, so he, he's not only burnt a fan base, he's burnt the most passionate fan base who will never, ever forget it. Big mistake. Big mistake. But you know what? That fan base can help people out. There was Turner who played for the Phillies, the baseball team, oh, yeah. who had pretty much dogged the club. He left them a couple of years ago. Yeah. And this season, he came back. Now, people weren't too happy with him. For a lot of money, though. Oh, a whole lot of money. It's not like he money. came back for no reason. He came back from like tens of millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, correct. But they're thinking, where's the loyalty? Is it all about the money? Is it the Phillies fans said? But you know what? The answer is yes. Yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, are you money-driven, Josh? No. No, it's good. professional sport. Good on good. it. Good. This guy, Turner, someone guys started a campaign on social media let's not boo him guys let's give him a standing ovation every time he goes up to bat it was just beautiful to see yeah and then everyone was like standing ovation him in the pub right as well then he um hit a home run got everyone home it was fantastic go for turner because people were pretty keen to talk about him as well we are in california so that means we need an update from our third member of this group which who's been absent for eight episodes now uh giorgio savini he now he's he was giving us updates from italy now he can give us an update from Perth. It's Giorgio's big Perth update. Dear Diary, it has now been 45 days since seeing Josh and Harry. Morale is low. 
I'm beginning to lose hope. Now, I hope you're keeping well, boys. I, for one, have just had another little holiday down south, well-deserved. They had to work three days in a row after coming back from Europe. You guys are seriously missing out, though. The day after you left, Perth just suddenly got way more exciting and has basically been having like a massive party the whole time. But it'll probably be over when you get back, so don't ask anyone about it. But it's been sick. I hope Philadelphia is cool. Here's a fun fact that you can impress people with. Philadelphia was invented by William Lawrence as he wanted to bring a fresher, richer taste experience to the cheese market. Uh, I might have crossed some wires there. That doesn't add up. Anyway, let me know when you guys are ready to come back and buckle down and get some work done. I've just checked with HR and they said you're both in negative leave and that you need to bring me back a massive gun as a souvenir from America. Well done. Can't mate. wait to be in the studio with Giorgio um, next week though. I hope the roadcaster unit doesn't get much sand in it. Like all this sand looks pretty gross. Yeah, but this is a lot of sand around here. Uh, so, <laughs> sand, I'll just you might be able to hear that. All right, we've got a couple of headlines. There's uh, Matildas, obviously Liz Cambridge losing her shit. A couple other things in this week. Um, we'll probably chat a bit more about Philadelphia when we're a bit more set up next week. And plus, we've got some really cool content pieces coming out of that camp with our couple interviews with the Australian players as well. So let's get into it. Nadia Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. All right, welcome to the headlines. Uh, let's start with the big news this week. I, 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 we didn't watch any AFL because of restrictions to what, my KO. What's AFL? Uh, West Coast lost by a point. Freya lost to Brisbane. I mean, you can tell how... Collingwood Ameri- lost to Hawthorne. Josh, us consuming media over here, you can tell how Americans don't have a fucking clue what that sport is. I was, I, was, I, I was pretty surprised, though, when you're bringing it up with, like, oh, so what sort of uh, sports do you deal with? That people still had no clue mm. what this sport... Like, we know what Gaelic is. I know what... I know what curling is. I know what these sports that are probably unique to some parts of the world. I'm surprised that these Americans, there they didn't know what Aussie rules so was. So do you kick it? Can you throw the ball? Oh, so it's rugby. So I know it's not. No, it's like, not it's kind of not. Um, I think the big news from the AFL world is Crowded House pulling out of the grand final entertainment. I was pretty upset about that about that because you were like gagging over um, Robbie Williams last year. But Mate, so good. But <laughs> you Crowded said you House, I'm, I'm, a, Crowded, I'm not interested in Robbie Williams, but Crowded Robbie House. was awesome. You didn't even watch it. The Matildas. Let's get straight to them. Three point five million people tuned in, and that's not including the Optus amount, the people that tuned in on Optus. So the immediate reaction from people to rubbing their faces was like, "And who said people don't like watching women's sport?" But didn't like heaps of people watch the FIBA World Cup as well, like the basketball when the Opals got bronze. That was a massive thing in Sydney. Like people went in out in droves. It's it's a different scale for the Matildas. Except you know what wasn't reported on too much was the Diamonds victory. At the Netball World Championships. Yeah, it's true. I suppose it is on our home soil. So, good way for the Diamonds. The World Cup, yeah, taking down the England Roses. I mean, if you call the Roses versus the Diamonds, mm. do you stand a chance? That's right. The hardness of Diamond will always cut through. But, the, yeah, the Rose, the love of a Rose, though, Josh. But it's like, uh, apparently Optus bought the rights to uh, FIFA Women's World Cup for $8 million, which seems like absolutely nothing considering what they paid for, what... Uh, 
rights holders paid for like the AFL and the NRL season. This is like a really long tournament and now they're getting the numbers they're getting. It just seems outrageous that then Optus could then sell it onto Channel 7 for probably a significant amount. Between that and the Ashes, the two things that weren't that sought after are probably going to have the biggest lasting impact of this winter from a broadcast sense. You'd be pretty fuming if you're the other ones, but it kind of sucks well, shit, Who's doing the deals at Optus? Give them a rise. Mm, yeah. Really well done. Yeah, well done, Optus. Christmas bonus? <laughs> yeah, probably. A couple, a couple, couple hundred bucks, dollars. A couple um, cheese steaks. Do you reckon the Optus employees get free phone plans? Do you remember that guy when the, the cab driver, he um, he said, <laughs> we were like, what's your neighbourhood like? He goes, oh, it's pretty tough like neighbourhood, but we've got a good street. But a guy's been parking on the front lawn um, of our mates and we're like, oh, that sucks. And he goes, yeah, we... I knocked on his door and he. I said, hey, do you mind moving your car? My sister, that's her house. And then, then he sort of fobbed me off. And then uh, I knocked it again with my gun and then he moved it. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, that'll probably do it. Just Nothing get, better than a Glock. Just get your nine mil out. <laughs> hey, mate, so sorry. I know I asked earlier, but I now know. I've got this side piece. And he's like, maybe if you, pointing the gun, could move that car... <laughs> Over to that spot, oh, yeah, pointing goes, the Glock each he time. He goes, move your car, I'll move it for you. Yeah, move for you. And I was like, well, what, so does that mean he's going to get shot? Is that what you're insinuating? Are yeah. you going to shoot open the lock? Or it, where does the gun move in that? You need to be more clear. Just say, I'm going to shoot you, then move it for you. Yeah, it did make much sense, did it? So it's not a very good strategy. Staying with women's sport, Liz Cambridge has come out and done this tell-all and... Uh, <laughs> what? Done this hour-and-a-half-long interview... Uh, and there's been a couple of clips blowing up. So she had an altercation before the last Olympics where she bailed out of the Olympics because she had a racist incident, which was like pretty heavily documented. There was a tape released. She denies it happened, but the entire Nigerian team and pretty much the entire Australian team and everyone in attendance but Cambridge says that she called the monkeys and said, go back to your third world country. And there was a bit of a physical altercation mm-hmm. as a result. Uh, she's then come out to, in this interview, which went for an hour and 20 minutes. And the interviewer was really, really good and said, oh, that's a load of baloney. No, no, no. I was like, hell good. Everyone else, it's everyone else's fault. <laughs> and then they were talking about, oh, but what about the LA Sparks? Why that? Why'd you leave that too? And it's like, oh, that was everyone else's fault too. And then, then they're like, oh, well, what about the um, Vegas when you left the Vegas team? They're like, oh, that was everyone else's fault as well. So I don't know. In my head, I'm like, yes, there is room for error. In, in reality, everything is somewhere in the middle um, for, from what how things are reported, especially with the Cambridge. She always becomes a clickbait topic. But then at the very end of it, the um, entire, uh, podcast Harry she, she she was blatantly asked you know is there any accountability whatsoever from the 19 incidents you've spoken yeah. about this hour and this was her response what level of responsibility do you take for the moment that you're maybe in now mm-hmm. or the moments that you have had I don't really know what you mean like what role have you played in any of these things Mm -hmm. that you did not like that happened to you Mm -hmm. because you've named a bunch Mm -hmm. and they have been bad Mm -hmm. but has have you been solely the victim at every single moment Mm. do you understand what i'm asking i'm i don't want to like play a victim but it's just like i've never been in locker rooms and treated girls how i've been treated i've never i don't go around speaking badly about people i don't spread rumors i don't I just, I've just never hung out in this world. I've never really been in this world. I've always gone to work and mm-hmm. left. And I feel like because I never, like, submerged myself in the, like, the basketball world, yeah. that people really don't like that for me. 
I don't know, there's probably some, some at some point in your 12-year career, you've done something slightly nah, it was wrong. everyone else's fault. Josh, it's good that you care, because thank the Lord for your wonderful journalism passion. <laughs> you know, Fuck we're here off. in Venice Beach, California, in the States. And all I hear all morning is this fucking podcast <laughs> of Liz Cambridge banging on about nonsense. And Josh is... I, I know you're not liking it because you're just disagreeing with everything that she's saying. I was intrigued by it. It was really interesting. Yeah, but it's just, you're, just, you're just listening away anyway. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. And, and uh, there's, there was just so much evidence the other way. It was really bizarre. I hope she's all right. I just had another memory from our trip it took 36 hours to get there from Perth to Philadelphia and it's 12 it's exactly 12 hours time difference so it's about as far away from Perth Mm -hmm. as you can possibly get Um, you know what really screws with your mental health not sleeping for two days (laughs) (laughs) would not recommend it it. I mean I'm the old like oh jet lag's a myth you know studies suggest it's not this trip (laughs) it it took us about five days to adjust but then when you throw in a few big nights on the Friday and Saturday out in um, Philadelphia I mean that doesn't help either streets of Philadelphia now by then it was fine but those first three days oh, oh, oh man it's like my brain was inside out it was so bad I guess that's the what happens when you're international jet setters like us as we sit on this beach because our hostel in on venice beach had no air conditioning and it was um 39 <laughs> degrees inside also for the record we didn't have anywhere to record in there either and we didn't want to ask friday beers because we'd feel bad we're like oh we just want to get out of here with a good impression we don't want to th- make them think that we're fuckwits. Hey, hey look around us i can see palm trees i can see an i love venice sign josh this is our first international podcast a tick and b outside broadcast oh my god oh, also this is our first live pod oh wow and, and right ahead um thank you to all u.s <laughs> listeners that made the attendance. <laughs> Hang on, we'll get, make sure you check Kick It Forward socials on Instagram. Uh, you can see how big the crowd is here uh, for our first ever live podcast on Venice Beach. You all excited here tonight? I'm putting the I, mic out to you. I think the crowd wants to hear a few nothing of the weeks. All right, you want it, you've got it. <laughs> nothing of the week. Oh, you're nothing. Welcome to Nuffy of the Week. This one isn't a Nuffy, but I just forgot to bring it up earlier. Marcus Stoinis was in New York like us, living a different life, obviously, with his um, missile. Sorry, the body. My name is David. I'm a photographer. You guys look lovely. I was going to see if I can get you like a free photo. Where are you from? From Australia. And they've done a professional photo shoot on the street when the photographer comes up and says, like, hey, do you mind if I take a photo of mm. you? And um, anyway, I think like Mitch Marsh and Marcus Stoinis is probably the only two guys that could pull this off where <laughs> it came away like, what a fucking legend. He's oh, sick. Because he'd immediately know, he goes, all right, this is going to get out. <laughs> this, is, this is getting out. Surely so let's roll with it. Uh, well done to him. We had a couple of Nuffy of the Weeks. Thank you for the, all those that provided. Yes, hey, Harry. just while on, you're on New York, Josh, yeah. I want to nominate my friend Josh for um, wearing an I Love New York shirt around Manhattan, Grand which Central was Station. awesome, which was awesome. Yeah. So a bit, little bit of content we were doing there. Hey, I tell you what, we covered a lot of ground in about 12 hours we had in New York. We went to every single side of that island, Josh. Yeah, we tried to knock them all off in like uh, about an hour. And then we're like, okay, I've completed New York. What's next? Seriously. Um, I've got a Nuffy of the Week nomination. Our guys at um, I Hate Frio, geez, they've been on one lately. Um, They produce some of the best best content possible. So someone's changed to a Fremantle Dockers tweet to from about Sam Sturt says it was hard, but JL knows how to get the best out of me by sucking my knob. Um, 
This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I um I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good it's a good uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got um yeah. What are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So he's done a fake quote saying that Sam Sturt gets sucked off or something. Uh, really, uh, that was the same guy, John Sims. And um, Eddie Bryce, what do you think he thought of this one, the guy that always replies? Uh, I reckon Eddie Bryce said, that's the best. He said, oh man, that's the best one yet. Absolute yeah. ripper. <laughs> Three clapping emojis. <laughs> So he's, he's so he's so positive. Actually, no, Eddie just tells the truth. I've also nominated the Herald Sun for just having an article. AI reveals what footy fans look like from each AFL club, and then they put it behind a paywall. Well, we just do it ourselves if we really want. And I had another one from the Herald Sun. Jeff Kennett says Kennett says Eddie Maguire should be Lord Mayor. I disagree. Um, yes, Harry. Oh, I tend to disagree as well. I had one here. There was an article about a guy who died. Well, sadly died. <laughs> no, no, this is sad. This is sad. This is sad. He died following um, a recent live golf tournament. Oh, shit. Not sure, not sure how he died, but it wasn't suspicious. Anyway, that's not important. There was a comment on the article from a guy called SD Surfers. He was probably sick to his stomach after watching the strangely formatted live golf tour event. Oh. No, but he continues. He goes, I am just kidding. And may Mr. Schultz rest in peace and the Lord be with him, his family and friends during this difficult time. And also <laughs> with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Thanks for the kind gesture as well, SD Surfers. And we got submitted a Korean Nuffy of the Week on a Korean football team. I think it's the Hyundai somethings. Um, he's just said, some of bastards walking on stadium, not honourable. Now come back your wife and check your bank account and then can say you, hi, your wife. Thank you. <laughs> I kind of agree with him. He's spitting nothing but the truth. The US women's national soccer team were, it was, you know, created a bit of an uproar by posting on Twitter, under the lights in Melby. Ever used Melby as a Melby. description of Melbourne? No. We've, we've been to Melbourne a bit. I've heard Mexico. For what? South, of, south of the border of New South Wales. I've heard Mexicans. They've no, been... no, no, no. As a nickname for like Sydney, the Sydney, I don't know what Sydney is, Sid. Oh, no, no. Yeah, sorry. I'm just saying I've heard like you know, Mexico. I've, I've never heard Mexico as a colloquialism used every day as like interchangeable. What about Melby? No, not every day. But Melby, where have you ever heard Melby? That's the most no, ridiculous I'm, fucking I'm thing I've ever heard. I haven't. I haven't I've heard never Melby. heard Mexico. Well, you're going to learn today, aren't you? Melbs, I'd say. So, um, yeah, they're nominated. Oh, you know what? Hey, you know what's been really good here, Josh, as well, is the uh, Americans we run into, they're talking about Melbourne and oh, just 
you know, half the time you expect Melbourne, but a lot of them have been trying hard with us. And They've been getting Melbourne. it right. They've been getting it really and well. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, another one, Perth now are nominated for having an article, should the Eagles really be focusing on fashion collabs when they're bottom of the ladder? Uh, because uh, uh, I think about four teams did a StreetX collaboration mm. uh, with some like graduation jackets. And the headline says, Dismal West Coast slammed over StreetX jacket collab, you know, by them. Uh, 777 comments when we were looking at it. But in reality, I think it would probably only take them 30 minutes because, I mean, Street X would be... It's not as if they're weaving these shirts. No. I don't think Oscar uh, Allen jumps on like yeah. a, um, <laughs> a sewing machine. No, Josh, he had to ask Simone for two weeks off. Oh, really? Yeah, two weeks off work. I got a passion project I really need. Got to make some um, jerseys and stuff. Sorry, so sorry about that. Oh, Jim, we're right near LAX and there's a beautiful Dreamliner just taken off as well. So, if you can hear that one in the background, sorry about that. Dreams are also vetoed when they're referring to planes. Yeah, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I hate Dream Chart. What was your favourite bit of the trip, Harry? Favourite bit of the trip? Mm. The Liz Cambridge pod? I mean, yeah, hearing that in the um, hostel room this morning, probably. I mean, to be honest, I, th- we, I brought her up earlier, hanging out with those the locals in Philly, you know, just like becoming, becoming one. They were really friendly. And then so many people we met, they were like, you're the first Australian we've ever met. Oh, my God. And that- this is an hour from New York where there's, I think, 50,000... Um, Australians live oh yes correct sorry but it seems like zero in Philly um, and what are, I mean did we leave a good impression we're the first Australians I've ever met no not really we're probably stunk breakups hookups scandals we know your darkest secrets sports gossip sports gossip oh god we're in the home of gossip aren't we Josh California yeah, <laughs> the city, that, La La Land. Yep, La La Land. You know where where people dream big, and they um There's some um they do idiots do podcasts on the beach next to four people playing in jeans in sand on with a beach ball. Yeah, did they have to set up right there? Anyway, heaps happening in the Goss world, Josh. Oh. How about FS1 broadcaster Colin Cowherd? Oh my God, um, he's written a fun list. What's the list? He's decided to list the top 20 quarterbacks that won't win a Super Bowl. Wow. Are any of them dead? Yes. Former Redskin and Steeler <laughs> Dwayne Haskins was on the list, who sadly passed away oh, damn. 16 months ago. He didn't make it. He's not going to win a Super Bowl, according God, to Cowherd. Because Cowherd's like a, a downplayed version of Skip Bayless, like some people actually oh, no. really like him. So it's pretty funny that um, he didn't you know, dot his eyes and cross his T's. What else he got? Well, I tell you what, interesting circumstances around um, Haskins' death, right? Tony's, Tony's believe he was drugged in a blackmail and robbery conspiracy. Holy shit. Which ultimately led to his passing when walking along the highway that fateful night um, before being struck by multiple vehicles. Like Why would Cowherd include this in the list? Uh, he clearly just didn't do his research or a producer gave it to him. Uh. Yeah. Lots more. You know, a lot of those conspiracy theories around people, celebs who are still alive. Michael mm. Jackson. He's not alive. Tupac. He's dead. That's what you think. Osama bin Laden. You think he, they, they killed him? That was a propaganda campaign, mate. Really? Yeah, it was bullshit. It was, <laughs> in fact, I don't feel comfortable talking about that on this soil. Well, he's still got an album to drop. Don't. <laughs> Princess Diane. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how good, how good's that photo of her in a Philly Eagles um, jersey? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks to Hayden, who submitted a um, 
bit of goss about oh. Holes. We were talking about Holes a lot last week, weren't we? That movie, <laughs> Charlotte Booth. Don't remember. 2003. Um, Holes star Cleo Thomas, who played Hector Zero Zeroni, has won a Mortal Kombat tournament wearing a goofy movie costume. Oh. Yeah, how is that? <laughs> Good on him. Good cost. See what he's aged a bit. I mean, it has been 20 years, but he's aged a lot. <laughs> hey, how... Oh, yeah. sorry, go on. No, what? What do you got? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> sorry, there's a plane behind us. There is a... There is... It's that damn Cessna again. And we'll give a free shout-out to the banner it's towing. Eat Feastables. So make sure you get your Feastables. Um, wherever you get your Feastables from. Oh, my God. Hey, Robert De Niro here in California. How are you going? I'm walking here. All right, I'll leave you to it. I'll get out of the way. Oh, Robert, wow. we'll do your pod, mate. Sin City, eh? Hey, I've got one more bit of sports gossip about our main man who pooped his pants, Wayne Carey. Oh, fuck with Carey. Pooped my pants. Sad one. Um, <laughs> Carey and social media influencer slash business owner, Katie O'Neill, have called it quits. Oh, my God. I know. Um, reports claim the young TikToker has moved on. According to the Herald Sun, I mean sports gossip. Oh, right. <laughs> Does that mean we're only going to like put our um, poot pants at half leg from now on? Oh. <laughs> Just walk around low riding. Undies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of low riding, we saw. Where's it gone? We saw a little bit of it over here. In New York is a bit going on. Low riding was so big when you, we were young, and then and then disappeared because it's pretty inefficient um, having your pants and silk boxes sticking out. Uh. <laughs> so they were so slippery those damn boxes mm. your pants just fall down mm. hey should we do some um, Harry's Big House or what sure hit it oh. Mr. President can this wait I've got bigger fish to fry God bless my friend Harry Harry's Big House bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come Oh, God. <laughs> you thought you could have a break. You think, you think you're in... You know, a lot of people come to Venice Beach, Josh. I'm lying down now. Fuck it. Yeah, you lie down. I've got this bit covered. Okay, you just on. soak it in, all right? A lot of people come to the States on holiday, don't they? Yeah. You think I do? <laughs> well, we went on holiday. We had to work the whole time. Yeah. No, no. Not according to our visas. <laughs> I mean, no, we didn't have to work. Yeah. Um, guys, apologies. It's a long big house this week. Because um, I, you know, was thinking about this one on a six-hour plane ride from JFK to LAX. Um, and also, I need to start with an apology. Okay, Josh? A couple of days ago, you witnessed firsthand what it's like being me and the stress involved in Harry's big house. Um, I never really wanted you to see me like this. <laughs> But I decided that I'm no longer afraid. Oh, wow. Um, it's important for people to know that tough work doesn't start with the deliberation. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't start from reading out the case. No, it does not. It starts from the moment I pick the case I wish to investigate. And I've got so many serious cases I would love to investigate. But that's not how I operate. I don't just see a case and it seems to have an easy resolution and go, yeah, perfect, I'll take it. Josh, you saw me in this process the other day. What did you think of it? Uh, I wasn't really listening. <laughs> well, that's all right, Con. I listened to the whole Liz Cambridge podcast, didn't I? Yeah. Um, thanks again to everyone who's sending them in. Kick it forward mailbag at gmail.com. We'll have a crack at solving your um, Harry's Big House submissions. All right. 
Now, um, I've had this particular case on my desk for some time now, Josh, and uh, I didn't feel like I could truly get a vibe of what happened unless I visited the state of where the crime happened, oh, right God. here in California. Da, da, da. Ben Quinn writes in. Hey, Ben. Hello to my favourite uneven tripod of funny fuckers. I've been low-grade simmering on this scenario for a decade now. It involves myself, my now ex-partner, an overseas music festival, and a dodgy Mexican bloke. So, one year my ex and I were headed to Coachella with a couple of mates. One friend of my ex's was flying from Oz to meet us. However, had to bail the night before we arrived. Can't remember the reasons why, but either way, she had accepted her ticket had gone to waste. In an effort to salvage something from nothing, I sniffed out a dodgy car park outside the festival gates and sold her ticket to a Mexican dude because I'm an absolute legend. It's called uh, being an absolute legend. Yeah, too right. Good one. But here's the kicker. Uh-oh. I was patting myself on the back too hard and cooked the digits when transferring the dollars to my ex's friend, sending it to a random bank account instead. Not ideal, Ben says. My ex, in true, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed, form, then guilted me into getting the correct bank details and doing it again, transferring a second amount of money to her friend, which is what I did. So, Judge Harry, in your learned opinion, who is the true victim in this situation? The friend who missed out on the experience yet recouped her financial losses? My ex for taking the side of her friend over me? Or me going from hero to villain and out of pocket by my own clumsy misdoings? I need to know the truth. Was justice served? Beg yours, Ben. Hmm. Uh, Ben, first of all, consider yours well and truly begged. And um, thanks for the submission. Josh, I don't want to know who you think is in the right or the wrong here. I just want your first reaction to Ben's terrible situation. Like, how would you be feeling physically? When I've transferred the money to the wrong account, that sounds like something I would do. Um, uh, like, even today, I, we, we rocked up to the accommodation. I'd booked it a week like week after. So Yeah. Um, well, I would feel bloody annoyed, but my ni- instinctive reaction would be like, well, you're going to be out of pocket anyway. What does it matter? Yeah, um, I've, tried, I've tried to do you a favour to sell it. I was going to give you all the money anyway. Why is there some onus that I have to give you the money now anyway? Like surely yeah, you yeah, even yeah, like yeah. split it halfway. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you okay about all this? <laughs> Pretty pissed off our flights at 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't worry, guys. He's crying for a good reason. Okay. Thanks for watching the live pod. <laughs> all right. Come on, everyone here. For fuck's sake. Can I get a little order, please? Order. Yes, thank you. Hey, Josh, Coachella. <laughs> Been there, done that. It was bloody loose. In fact, so loose that over the three-night, four-day festival, I gave myself an order-free weekend. Can you get that beach ball out of here? Sorry, we're, you're in our studio. Go on. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I know when to loosen the belt buckle sometimes, Josh. <laughs> Have a bit of fun at Coachella. How does one get to Coachella, though? Well, it's a lucky dip. You've got to log in and hope you either score a ticket to weekend one or two. And, oh, you think a party like that doesn't cost an arm and a leg? <laughs> so is this a verdict or is this a... Um, I'm talking a, just about a, Coachella. You're talking about Coachella. <laughs> and you went it's to all it. part of it. Order. 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 Oh, my God. A Venice Beach order to you, sir. <laughs> God, a sandy order. Yes, it does cost an arm and a leg. It can easily be north of five or $600 for a ticket to this party. 
And when Ben's ex-partner's friend had to bail, I bet she was thinking, well, holy fuck, there goes my hard-earned cash gurgling down the drain. Am I right? Mm. Order. Order. Thank you. In comes Ben thinking, yeah, you know what? I'm an horse. I'm going to perform the honourable duty of selling this ticket and sending the cash back. I bet he wasn't even working on commissions. He wasn't working on commissions! <sighs> ah! <laughs> Order. To feel the uh, what he did stand to earn was some brownie points from his partner at the time. Mm. Now, Ben, you did fuck up when sending this cash through, a classic admin error. We've all done it. And it seems to me like you've taken full responsibility for that. So I tip my hat to you. <laughs> Hold on, just tipping hat. I also know that reversing a transaction like that isn't as easy as it sounds. So I'm going to assume that this wasn't possible. Remember what Harry's big house does, we assume, a lot of things. Well, assumption is nine-tenths of the law. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad I bought this travel gavel. Yeah, I'll give it a bang right now. Order. Oh, it's a bit loud. Order, order. Fucking beach ball. Um, Ben, you asked who the victim was. It wasn't your ex-GF's mate. It wasn't your ex-GF. It certainly wasn't the dodgy Mexican dude who had the time of his life at Coachella. Who does that leave, Ben? It leaves you. You're the damn victim here. Why was it your responsibility to sell that ticket? What did you stand to gain from the transaction apart from the aforementioned brownie points? Mm. Absolutely nothing. All you've done is cost yourself hundreds of dollars, but something just doesn't add up here. Now, I was scratching my head and, uh, you know, on this flight, trying to work out how I'm going to approach this case. The, the lady next to me, no doubt, reading some of my notes, thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> Order. Order. Ben has sent through the ultimate case. He's been leading me astray without even trying to lead me astray, you know, asking who's the victim and all this. Guys, this isn't a hunt for which one is the victim. This is a witch hunt. Who, oh. who are we charging? Let's take a look at the players involved. Ben, admin error. Yep, stupid. But we discussed above that you should never have been involved in the first place. The ex-partner's friend. Was she expecting to get her cash back? In Ben's words, she had accepted that the cash was gone. All clear, nothing further to investigate. And what about the dodgy Mexican bloke? We can't ignore his involvement. Why? Well, after all, he was right there at the crucial transaction point and even went to the festival. But you know what, Mexican bloke, all clear. You can go, Mexican bloke. <laughs> oh, okay, see ya. <laughs> the ex-girlfriend. Why are you backing in your friend here at your boyfriend's expense? Why didn't you sell the ticket and handle the admin? It's really becoming apparent why you're the ex-girlfriend. Sorry. That was a low blow. <laughs> Hang on. I'll just I'll just order myself there. Order Harry. Yep, understood. Sorry, Harry. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> Why are you going so hard on yourself? I had to order myself, I'm sorry. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> okay, so now I'm gonna officially charge the ex-partner with crimes relating to having Ben handle admin for her mate, which resulted in financial loss. Okay. What do you think, Josh? That- yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. In, I'm into it. Oh, you thought this case couldn't get any more complicated? <laughs> Think again. Because in my head it's very clear cut, but go on. <laughs> this is where it gets really tricky. How the heck am I supposed to deal with charges against an ex-partner? Mm. Why the heck would she care about coming through with any necessary punishment? And the answer to that question 
she wouldn't care. So I'm not giving her anything to do. But that doesn't mean I can't punish her. <laughs> Order. Order! I've unfortunately had to resort to mind games, and I'm not proud of it, but it's sadly the only option I've got. Ben, assuming you're still social media friends with this ex-partner of yours, I'd like you to please post some throwback photos on social media. Those throwback photos will be of you enjoying yourself at this fateful trip to Coachella, but I don't want any photos to include your partner. You must Photoshop her out and Photoshop someone in. This someone? The Mexican bloke. Feel free to Google pictures of a Mexican bloke and just put them in. If you would like us to Photoshop it, just send it to us to kickitforwardmailbag.gmail.com and I will do it on the flight home. Some of you might be thinking, what the fuck? This is stupid. And good. I'm glad you think that way. I don't want to hurt Ben's ex-partner or stir up too many emotions about this relationship. I just want her to see these photos and go... Uh, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> if all goes to plan, then she'll also remember how her behaviour cost Ben so much cash that day. Ben, you aren't getting your cash back, but you're getting one up on your ex. And I hope you at least have closure, knowing that you're not to blame for any of this. And that's called case closure. Case closed. <laughs> wow. What the actual order. Seriously. There wasn't much else I could do, Josh. I'm sorry about that. And it's one of those cases that you you look at and any old judge might go, oh, no, I can't do that. Too hard. Too hard. Not yeah. me, not Harry. Not Harry's big house. Please send in your dog acts, big or small. Often the pettier, the funnier. <laughs> so get them in. Dear muscles. superstars. Hold regards. You've got mail. Oh, we've just had some uh, planes flying overhead. If we kick it for mailbag at gmail.com, mail it in. Uh, we had a submission via DM annoyingly uh, guys I, I can't stress this enough I lose them if they're DM'd in but Matt Brazendale had a really good uh, email said ice cream at the footy yes or no it's an absolute big yes because I've had about 15,000 ice creams over here I also want to point out when we're at the Australian Open Channel 9 uh, Wide World of Sport online they explained that their number one uh, piece of vision ever that's gone viral multiple times is Mark War eating an ice cream for 11 <laughs> seconds for no reason it had 54 million views and there's something transfixing about watching people eat ice creams at the sporting events so there was something that went on AFL memes or something that went nuts during this week and that's what uh, Matt sent that in for so thank you very much Harry do you oh, agree? Just, I agree and I couldn't be more proud of you Josh for um, you know we're going somewhere we're on a mission oh hang on a sec Josh spotted an ice cream shop yeah. Go and get myself a little taster. <laughs> What's your rule with tasters? How many of them do you have before um, going for it? One maximum, because I, I, there's nothing worse than when there's a line behind you, yeah, a line in a line behind you, and there's someone in front of you, and they're like, "Hey, I'm just going to try every fucking thing." Okay? Yeah, of course we've uh, been inspired by uh, an actual neighbour of ours, which is just walking on the beach right now, Larry David. Holy shit, hey, Larry! Hey, Larry, love Seinfeld, love Kirby, excited for the new yeah, season. Good work. All right, let's go. Reese Wheeler, Josh Giddy Cans, Casino Siding. Hey, Scotty Cam, Michelle Blaze, and Blockhead. I guess I'm Blockhead. Blaze. <laughs> the Oz Boomers are in training camp in Cairns for the pre-World Cup campaign. Oh, they announced that today. Cut it to 13. So, uh, team's looking really good. Dyson Daniels in it. Exum. Josh Giddy. I'm, I'm backing it in now. They're going to win the gold medal. Whoa. The other night, I can confirm my mate uh, saw Josh Giddy uh, at the Cairns Casino. Uh, he asked him for a photo. Josh said, yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Proceeded to walk to the high roller suite. Now, I was about to charge down so I could see the great man, but I thought, no way he comes out of the high rollers. He has unlimited money. 
He then came out about 10 minutes later, took a photo with my mate and looked very upset about it. I have since been speculating that this could potentially be the Reef Casino's biggest profit of all time. Still hate listening to the pod, but hope that all the guests you've had, fill in for Giorgio, um, take all your spots. Okay, so... cool, cool. So with this one, I think, like, Josh Giddy is pretty hard to miss, so I think it's nice he came back, obviously, and we're we're a pro-Giddy pod. Um, The other thing is... That team, that team's going to do something special. And from what I've heard, Giddy loves a punt. So, you know, oh, just like maybe he did spend a bit of money there. Maybe this is your blow it right wide open. Thank you so much for the nice email. Work. Good photo too. We've got one of those. Maybe we should chuck Giorgio in. He looks about, they all look about five foot seven. <laughs> he might be the alpha there. <laughs> well, it's just about to rain here at um, Venice Beach. Uh, we've just got one quickly. This is a Nuffy of the Week via the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, page, pod's shit. And then it says Wallaby's Nuffy. Anna Bobo, well done. This is to the Wallabies. Just a comment. At the ground, the jerseys always look a really good golden colour. On TV and social media, they look orange. I'm also wondering if the national jersey makes it easier for the ref to spot us when we're offside. So she's blaming the colour of the Wallabies jersey for potentially meaning the refs make decisions. Guys, it's starting to rain here at Venice Beach. We're going to have to wrap up. We'll have a full pot on Back Monday. in the studio. And uh, Josh, can I get a Go Birds on three? One, two, three. Go, go birds. birds! Thank you to everyone that helped out. Philly, Jason, uh, Jordan, Jackie, uh, Jess, Poya, Poya. and Jess and everyone we met over there on the street, even the random bloke that bought us a beer because we weren't from Philly. All right, see you later. This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's... <laughs> It's, it's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. You need a brother in law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer and he's more download the neds app if you haven't already and take it to the neds level t's and c's apply and available on the neds website you win some you lose more for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au